Yes, welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters, everyone's favorite Dabbleverse adjacent show. I'm Christian Blatt. He's Eric Zane with a well-coiffed mane, as it were. Uh, we needed an extra couple minutes to get ready, didn't we? You informed the chat that the delay was in having that perfect hair atop your head. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a reason why these people are here. It's for the incredible conversation, the hilarity, and the hair. Yours and mine. Yeah, by the way, uh, Megan D in the chat said, I'm just here for EZ, and uh, I had to chime in that uh, I am also only here for EZ. So. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Eric, you know, we had a tremendous response to last week's show with Jackie the Joke Man Marling. It was a blast to have him on the show, and a big reason that Jackie was on the show was to promote a performance at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, California, this Saturday a show that uh, unfortunately has been canceled. Uh, sorry to the joke, man. Uh, apparently the WATB bump is not real. It's just not real, is it? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, he's yeah, he's, he's going to gonna... be out here, and I, uh. I feel like the least I can do is try and take Jackie out to lunch. So I'll have a, I'll have a report back on that if it actually happens. <laughs> so, oh, no. And uh, I offered to pay for uh, those wondering. Um, Eric... This is our 25th show, and uh, that's uh, almost six months of showing up every single Tuesday. We haven't missed it. Well, I guess we did a Sunday once, but we've shown up every week to share our fun collection of clips. I like to think we're winning a lot of people over. Do you feel like we're starting to win the people over six months in? Absolutely. You know, this is a show, uh, unlike all those idiot shows that just talk about each other, we yeah. actually do a show. You know, no disrespect. Actually, all disrespect to all of them, but this is a better show than all of those. That's why it's been able to hang around with unprecedented success, and it will continue to do so. So, so happy yeah. to be here. We've won over Tiger Lily, who says, fuck the haters, Team Carl. Thanks for always doing an actual show. Right. Exactly what you just said. Uh, I think we're definitely winning some people over, but uh, I think that uh, there are still a handful of people who, when they see us, they immediately run the other direction. Case in point, our first clip of the day, which uh, I know you haven't seen because I was waiting to show you this until right now. This is from a uh, stream snipe of our buddy Cardiff Electric. Now, Cardiff was nice enough to offer to let uh, Eric and I record a promo that he airs on Potato Soup. And uh, let's see what happened when uh, the dabbler himself was watching our little promo. Oh, again, everyone, I am Eric Zane and I'm Christian Blatt. We do a show called Who Are These Broadcasters? Check it out every Tuesday at 2 p.m., 11 a.m. Eastern. I can't do it. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a uh, sorry. It's I mean, that's what he does. How lame. It's a 15-second promo, and yeah. uh, John got about six seconds into it. And, yeah. uh, All yeah. we were doing was saying, hey, watch the show. It isn't yeah. like we were we were writing you know, cracking jokes or anything like that. I mean, at some yeah. point, you have to tell people that you're doing the goddamn show. Well, I mean, and Cardiff sent that to me, which uh, I, I wouldn't have seen otherwise. And uh, I appreciated the fact that we made it into the stream snipe, and 
indirectly got plugged on John's show. We say exactly when you can find our show. So maybe John doesn't like it, but maybe Broccoli is going to come over. Maybe Muttering Jay, uh, Vince the Liar, you know, you know, any of those people. Maybe they're all going to come over. I don't know. But uh, we appreciate John indirectly promoting our show. Uh, we'll take but, it. We'll take it. Thank you. Right, exactly. So clearly, Stuttering John does not love us, doesn't love the potato, and uh, apparently that uh, Dan Campbell fellow doesn't love scoring points, does he? Oh, no. Come <laughs> on. Oh, fuck. You know, it's what we we take runs at Carl when the Bills lose, so it, yeah. I guess it's all fair, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was kind of ugly there. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, well, for that reason, and I did warn you in the uh, email I sent, uh, we are starting the only place that uh, I feel like we can start this week. Who are these sportscasters? Home of the hourly triple play. So uh, I, I I feel for the people of Detroit. I feel for you. I know uh, how, you know, look, and if it was a game where the, the Lions were blown out, you know, at halftime, it was like 53 nothing. You'd be like, oh, we just didn't have it. But uh, it must not have felt good. And uh, how is everybody feeling in, in Michigan right now? It was very cruel. And they're there. I'll tell you, um, people aren't doing well. I mean, that was that was rough to be like. Uh, doing so well in the first half, and then yep. it all just blows up like a like a, a Donald Duck hand grenade in your face or whatever the hell. It was it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it's one of those ones at halftime. Like, should we go out to dinner and uh, catch the rest of the game on the big screen at the you yeah know, at Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> celebrate because we're gonna win. But no, I mean, not only yeah. did we did we lose, but. Yeah. It kind of really, though the score didn't indicate it, it wasn't that close. No. Despite, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could manage to make it where it seemed like we just kind of got slaughtered, you know? Yeah. Really yeah. strange. Yeah, we had uh, people over to the house for uh, for the kids, and, uh, you know, I end up, uh, you know, near the screen with uh, th- those dads who don't watch football. But uh, even they looked up at one point and were like, ouch. <laughs> so <laughs> it was one of those. But, we feel for our buddy Easy. We feel for a lot of people in Detroit. But my question to you, Eric, is should we feel bad, not for the mutterer, the dabbler, uh, should we feel bad for these people? Pride! Low pride! OG Live fans! We pride! You guys did our city great! Be back next year! Super Bowl next year! We're not done! Let's go, Lions! Sounds good. That was totally oh, un- un- unplanned. I didn't so, know these folks were uh, standing that, behind me. That is at uh, Ford Field. That's a watch party. That is after the game. <laughs> okay. The woman who said, you guys did, yeah. did well, our city g- g- great. Yeah. I'm glad you latched on to my favorite part of it because the rest of oh. it kind of dime a dozen. But uh, we're going we're gonna to back it up a little bit. Did our city great. Oh, God. Did our city great. He sure did. And, yeah. And then just when she's talking, how about okay, the fucking idiot Polish chick haircut? If you back it up a little further, the chick with the white hair with that Karen. I mean, that is that's uh, that, that look at that. That is that's oh. a that's 
That woman's like considered to be a 21 year old hot chick in Michigan. <laughs> I mean, I we've believe. got a bunch of, we have some horrible looking women in this state. She's one of the most attractive people in the whole goddamn state. Well, that, that haircut does tell me that perhaps uh, she is a Patreon member for a show that uh, they've highlighted on who are these socials and now who are these podcasts, uh, queer kids stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's quite a choice there. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't feel bad for uh, any of the ladies in the picture. And uh, I don't know. These guys seem to be feeling no pain. So maybe it. Uh, I can only imagine uh, that uh, the, you know, the bar at the stadium they don't lower the prices when it's just a watch party, you know, so I can only imagine how much money these guys spend. Oh, yeah. they and they're spend. like, we're, we're going to enjoy it as much as we can, you know? Right. And those, those people all there, they probably average about 14 or $15,000 a year. So <laughs> they, they probably spent half a year's pay for the one day. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, somebody who probably makes uh, 15 grand a year. Let, let us decide if we feel bad for this guy. Seven Action News recently put out a call out on social media for people to send us their Lions tattoos. This tattoo here with the Lions logo and Super Bowl champs 2024. So let's go ahead and zoom in for our visual audience. Uh, before the first preseason game in 2023, uh, this gentleman uh, got a tattoo, and you can see it takes up a uh, look. There's a lot of arm on this guy, and uh, takes oh, yeah. up most of it. And uh, he got uh, Super Bowl champs 2024. Uh, and uh, you know, yes, that four can easily be changed into a five or a six. Uh, you know, once you get to 29, it's going to be a little trickier. Yeah. I would say wait until after they actually win a Super Bowl. Don't don't get it changed before next season. Right. Don't, you know, don't don't keep putting white out over it. But um, how do you feel for this guy uh, after oh. the loss? I'm happy that it looks like shit because he's an <laughs> idiot. Um, you know, I, I don't give a shit what team it is. Any asshole that does this deserves what they get. And here's the thing. Around here, this was the biggest story. And everybody, like, he was the darling of the media. Oh. Yeah. Up until everything. And of course, it blows up in his stupid, fat Polish face. And that's the end of it. And uh, and I, I, I hate people that do this. Shut the fuck up. God damn. Yeah, because yeah, uh, the, the clip that I pulled the image from is before the game. And he's talking about uh, having, you know, he was trying to do a, a, a Kickstarter so that he could go to Vegas for the Super Bowl and uh, that they should uh, carry him on their shoulders. And uh, I was like, oh, that's such a detailed fantasy. And I, I, uh, I, I don't uh, love that your team lost, but I kind of love that this guy's oh, entire yeah. reason for existence has been shattered. <laughs> Absolutely. And they even interviewed one of the Lions players and talked about this. And the guy oh. was like, and his name's Alex Anzalone. And he goes, uh, yeah, um, I saw it. Yeah. Um, great spirit. <laughs> and you can great just spirit. tell yeah, what else you are you going to say? Hell that guy was like, you fucking moron. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I think that, uh, you're on the short list of people I feel bad for. I don't, I don't feel bad for Eminem. I don't feel bad for kid rock. You know, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know if uh, Ted Nugent realized that there was a game, you know, he's probably no. stalking an elk with a staple <laughs> gun, you know, so it's fine. Yeah. But, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know what? Fart in the wind. I've got bigger yeah. things to worry about. I would have loved that they would have won it. I was bummed out, but sure. Monday's here. Let's fucking work. 
<laughs> right, exactly. Except if you're us, we only work on Tuesdays. Well, together. So uh, let's go back to a happier time. This is uh, on the list of clips that I couldn't get to last week because uh, Jackie was telling such great stories. So this is uh, going back to a happier time when uh, playoff football was about to happen in Detroit. Uh, so this is uh, Tampa Bay head coach uh, Todd Bowles. If I'm wrong about his name, it's just part of the bit, but right. I believe that is his name. And uh, he was asked by a reporter about the weather in Detroit. And uh, Eric, I know you saw this clip. I, I think he has the only answer you can have. So uh, let's take a look. Uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams uh, today. It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures it's going to drop to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? Oh, you do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors and... We only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going on the oh. thing, so we'll be okay. Oh, uh, so I love how long question. her question was, too. Yes, you know, so it much. wasn't just, are you worried about the, the weather in Detroit? Oh, they play in a dump. No, no, no. she's like, no. <laughs> she gave all the setup, she gave the background of how weather works and what could happen yeah. and all that shit. And then he says that he could have stopped that they play in a dome. Yeah. But then he, he started another sentence and was like, yeah, I don't think it'll be too bad going from the bus into the building. Yeah, those he 20 seconds were going to be he, okay. Yeah. He, yeah. he didn't have to, but if he had added comma, dumb whore, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. And then she, how how does she not just take off the credential, put the pen and the paper down, and just walk out yeah. and move to another town? That's the right. most embarrassing thing ever. Or just simply say, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I don't usually cover sports. Uh, <laughs> JFK head chunk pretty much nails it. Diversity hires are great. You know, yeah. her question reminded me of, uh, you know, any of those infamous clips of like a Miss Teen USA who gets asked, you know, right. about world events and public policy. Uh, therefore, uh, heretofore, you know, they know like a couple of words to fill out the time. And she's yeah. like, you know, weather may or may not be a factor in some of the games prior to this. Oh, a building. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Eric, earlier you were saying that uh, everybody tunes in because of the great chemistry we have. You know, unfortunately, even though we've only been at this for six months, I think we have what uh, what has been characterized as crackling good chemistry. Not everybody has it. Okay. But I understand when you hurt my feelings. I wait until after the show to cry about it and never let you know how much your words hurt me. And I think that's the way to do it. It's a pro. It's a pro's pro right there. <laughs> that's a pro's pro. But uh, not everybody is a pro's pro. Some people decide that uh, coming back from commercial break is uh, actually the time to uh, air their grievances. Could I make one point? Sure can. I just want to say that earlier... You had a very patronizing tone towards me. I fully understand what a slip screen is. I've been doing the NBA for 18 years. But the way you presented it initially was gobbledygook. So like the audience, I wanted you to come back and explain yourself. And you then just took a firing line on me. 
and it was uncalled for. I don't think so. That's at all. exactly what happened. You are overly sensitive to I am not. Did you have a bad day today? <laughs> it's second game of a back to back. The it's ride back from Philly, tough. did it like disturb you well, last night? That was two hours with you, which is probably the reason why I've had enough tonight. Oh. Timeout. <laughs> Timeout. Timeout couldn't have come at a better time. By the way, kudos to the director uh, in the, the truck out there outside the Barclays Center uh, who was just like, all right, well, I guess uh, let's uh, show this dad and his son enjoying <laughs> enjoying the right. Nets getting yes. beaten by the Celtics. Yes. Uh, you know, I remember this clip, and I think that's the czar, Mike Fratello, the color yes. analyst. And mm-hmm. I forget the other, Iron Eagle, maybe? I think it's Iron Eagle, yeah. Iron yeah, yeah. Eagle. And it's not the first time that they've uh, had, uh, you know, uh, they've done they've done Nets games for years. I don't, uh, and yes, they've had issues now, in the past. Well, there's a lot of that give and take when they would do those games. Mm. Some of it you could sense not a problem, just silly. But this one in particular was a mystery to so many people because they were like, well, wait a minute. Was he fucking around again? Or is that legit? Is that real heat? And I think that there's been dialogue, but I don't like to think that it was play. I want to think that that was real heat. So to me, it it was. It feels like it's real heat because of the simple fact that uh, it sounds like something you could let go easily, but not if you're somebody who can't let it go. And uh, that clip uh, got a lot of traction a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it's uh, something that brought together two people who don't see eye to eye very often. Uh, first, here's a tweet from the great Anthony Cumia uh, making a uh, very inside reference for fans of the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, suggesting maybe he was eating grapes. And uh, even the Opster made me smile because his response to Anthony was he probably sent the C word text to the wrong person with a bunch of emojis. By the way, Opie, you're a grown man. If you have to use an emoji, I, I get you don't need four ever. Oh. I, I always do four. I always go over okay. four. <laughs> well, I said, well, I said, Opie's a grown man. I no, didn't say you Does were. that mean these two are getting playful with each other in a some little weird bit. way? Yeah. Is there like a, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. You know? I, after, after Ant went into the hospital, Opie had to say, no, I don't really hope he dies. And then that was all it took. You know, they can at least talk to wow. each other. Wow. But, uh, it is true for, uh, I don't know how well, you know, the show, but, uh, Anthony did once, text a message that was intended for jim norton referring to opie as a cunt yeah but he sent it to opie instead <laughs> yeah it was fantastic i mean it's a historic moment what a fucking disaster oh <laughs> uh, yeah which you know better for the show but uh who knows uh our uh, next clip is uh you know and by the way before we even get to our next clip you know the thing that we forgot to talk about at the top of the show I was uh, so focused on twisting the knife in on uh, your Lions fandom. We've got to tell people how the super chats work. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Thank you, Christian. So when Christian signs off, he has like a, he wants to end the show with saying something that you tell him to say, like, I don't know, maybe his support for the Nazi party, uh, how he wants us to uh, bomb Gaza, whatever it does. I mean, those yeah, are just whatever. examples, Yeah, you know, uh, and, and you, what you need to do is you need to throw a dollar amount with what you want him to say, but don't go cheap on it because if somebody outbids you and then Christian has to say what they want to say, so that you might have to bid again. You know what yeah. I mean? 
So but I'll let you know that we're 20 minutes in and uh, we don't have any super no, chats yet. Not so a one. You can you can lowball it. You might be able to get yeah. me to say something that'll have me sleeping on the couch tonight for only a dollar. Right. Okay. Now, we it has to be $2 there. actually, but and, still. And, and we don't beg that hard for super chats because Kristen and I already are filthy fucking rich. That's this right. This is the only way that Carl can make money because he's such a poverty filled fuckface. Okay. Well, like there's so, a there's a reason he lives in the armpit of New York. You know? Exactly. I mean, you know, him and his fancy house, it's a pile of shit house in Florida. Trust me. <laughs> it's a section, it's section eight housing. Uh, uh so uh, please uh super chat, super chat often, and uh, you know, try to make me say something that will be very embarrassing at the end of the show. Uh, but we had 20 minutes without any super chats. So that one guy who hates super chats on the WATP Discord, I'll send you these 20 minutes. Or who yeah. knows, maybe the whole show. We'll see how it goes. Uh, before we move on, uh, there are some great comments in the chat from that. Uh, are they going to break up now? <laughs> he is an eagle. You got to let him fly. And then uh, Abby Normal with uh, this thought is, uh, and look at Opie now. He's flourishing. Wait a minute. Patrick Everett, Everett is this true? Eric, do you have a hot tub? Hell, shit, yeah, I got a hot tub. I told you, I'm filthy, bloody rich. Yeah, but how many months a year can you use it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is the best to use it in the winter, though. Honestly. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So. All right, so uh, our next clip is one that you sent to me, and uh, this is phenomenal. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of people would understand that amateur sports is a great way to break into sports broadcasting, but, Eric, would you think that the key to that would be that um, – you have to be good at it, right? You you well, can't just just call amateur games or college games and think that like, all right, yeah, I'll just get hired off of that. If this person who's doing this game ever goes on to actually earn one penny from uh, doing any of this type of work, play by play, yeah, um, I think that that's as significant as like the creation of the atom bomb because this guy yeah. is such a pile of shit. You won't believe this guy. No, the uh, the boom goes the dynamite guy saw this and was just like, ooh, <laughs> you know, he's got a yeah. All right, let's uh, take a look. Center ice with it. And now he's going to dish it off. Joey Bielikazzi turns back. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. You might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. He's with the D. Oh, oh, what's he going to do? He's shooting a room daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. And there's the speed, and you know, the old banana splitting Rudy, and oh, Vernon is rejoice, rejoices. Uh, their nemesis, Steinbach, they get him in the overtime. Root Daddy. <laughs> as Bazin kept chugging, as his speed helped split the D. Wow. And there's no slipping on a banana peel there as he went slipping on upstairs there. A goal as Vernon <laughs> is. Whew. God. Yeah, there's no slipping out of banana peel up there, uh, which uh, split the D might have been the title of this episode. In yeah, a week. And I mean, there are so many things. That, so uh, many things. He sounds like uh, if you ever saw the movie Capote. Uh, yes. With Philip Seymour Hoffman. Sure. Uh, Jimmy, oh, look at this. Look at that. Split the D. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at this. Look at that. Split a yeah. I, I want he, you to play it again. I want you to play yeah, the whole goddamn thing again. I, I will. And what I want people to focus on this time is uh, that he says the players' names the way that I do. 
you know, except mine are, you know, usually fairly easy. He has no idea the names of any of these players. Uh, Greater Good does point out, by the way, Eric, that you don't appreciate my condescending tone. I think you're only here for my condescending tone. But, yeah, uh, yeah we don't uh, do a lot of uh, playing entire clips over again. But um, th- this might be one we have to revisit every once in a while. So uh, let's check this one out. Center ice with it. And now he's going to dish it off. Joey Bielek has it. He turns back. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. You might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. scratch with the D. Oh, oh, what are they going to do? He's shooting a room, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. And there is the speed. And the old banana splitting Rudy. And, oh, Vernon is rejoice, rejoices. Uh, they're nemesis. Stop. I'm just pausing it because this is the halfway point of the clip. And uh, look at this and look at that. Also would have been a good episode. Tie. I mean, there's. I, I might need to get a drop of everything this guy says because it'll be appropriate. <laughs> but uh, let's let him finish it off. Time back. They get him in the overtime. Roop Daddy. As Bazin kept chugging as his speed helped split the D. And there's no slipping on a banana peel there as he went slipping upstairs there. A goal. Now, wow. if this guy was shit-faced and made his way into the booth, it becomes funny. I, I, I feel like this kid has never touched a drop in his life. No, no. He's just brain dead. I mean, that's just spectacular. Yeah. And by the way, our buddy Dang Lizard uh, completely getting the game, lowballing with two euros. And I might be saying this at the end of the show anyway. I might say I'm Christian and my mommy wife told me to take a nap. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about naps in the uh, WATP verse uh, over the past few days, but uh, I, uh, I look, I like a good nap. I'm not going to lie. So uh, I, you know, I'm not ashamed. Uh, mommy wife is very funny, though. I <laughs> have to admit. Well, if we're going to talk about sports, I feel like we obviously have to talk about the undisputed MVP of the NFL. Of course, I'm talking about Taylor Swift. And I want to start with a pie chart (laughs) that someone made on Reddit. And I don't know if it's true. I actually don't care. But uh, this Reddit user showed in a pie chart amount of time CBS allocated to showing Taylor Swift on TV during the AFC championship game. And uh, according to this, she was actually on 0.39% and there was no Taylor Swift on TV for 99.61%. Okay. Again, maybe not accurate, but uh, I like when people bring visual aids. <laughs> and uh, if you want to have fun, uh, look for this post on Reddit and just, uh, just dive into the comments. You'd think it was a comments uh, uh, on our show for the WATP uh, Reddit. I saw a clip where she actually mouthed, leave me alone or go away, well, please. Did you, you see know, that? I'm so glad you brought that up. It's it's almost like you uh, read the prep that I sent you. I know Thank you didn't, you. but it's almost like you How did. How do you know I did? How do you know? Uh, because I said that, probably. Probably because you said that. <laughs> uh, because the way you said it was, uh, don't you know, instead of, uh, in fact, I think we have a clip, don't we? And um, <laughs> to be fair, the Grammys are also going to be on CBS. And she is going to be at the Grammys. Right. So the camera is on her for a long time. Yeah. So Blurry. This... I can't see anything but a black guy and her lipstick. 
<laughs> Usually I thought you had tunnel vision and you would uh, just focus on the, you know, I feel like that's something that a therapist taught you. Just focus on the red lipstick. There's okay. nothing else in the image. There's yeah. nothing else that can hurt you, Eric. Nothing can hurt you. <laughs> but so, you know, I'm going to play this. And yes, she does react the way that you said. It is a 13-second clip, though, so it's not like it's 45 seconds. But uh, so, well, there's Taylor Swift, and she's going to be there at the Grammys, and she can break the record for the most album album of the year wins. Find out why next Sunday, right here on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. Oh, yep. So she was basically mouthing. I just wanted to zoom in on her. Oh, when she gets up showing me, she, you know, as yeah. as uh, as um, it was as if Joe Coy just told her a joke. Yeah, <laughs> as good as she is at doing whatever it is she does for a living, making music and, and being popular, she's also very good at that look. Can you imagine Travis Kelsey ever getting that look? It's like, oh, shit. I there mean, it is. Can you imagine Travis? Uh, yeah, Travis Kelsey not getting that look, you know, like how much of his life is this? <laughs> right there, you know, you know, it's the reverse of that pie chart. <laughs> it's like there's the point thirty nine seconds where she's like, oh, you won the big game. I, mean, I guess I'm going to the Super Bowl and and, and uh, I guess I'll give you a kiss for the camera, I right. suppose. But in any case, uh, to see the description of this clip. I was told it was a nasty clip where uh, Baltimore fans really let Taylor have it. This is after the game, after the Ravens lost to the Chiefs. And um, I haven't done anything to the audio. It's a very short little snippet. But let's give a listen in the uh, reaction she gets. So there's a good... The, you did that, you know, saying that that was your fault <laughs> that the Ravens just lost. And so you hear Taylor at the beginning. I didn't do anything. And then uh, there's a very clear you're ruining football. But there's also four like I love you and hi, Taylor's. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think the ratio in Charm City is, uh, I don't know, about uh, about what you'd expect. You know, uh, you know, I, I, I the whole thing about putting her on camera, that's really not her fault. Correct. I mean, yeah. but I don't understand people who would suggest that she's ruining football. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, the, uh, <laughs> I think replays ruining football. I think the officiating. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that uh, there were more people there that were excited to see her than not. Um, I don't know how you feel heading into the Super Bowl, Eric. I, I assume you couldn't possibly want to root for the Niners after Sunday. Maybe you're just indifferent. Um, however, I have now realized just in the last couple days that, uh, I'm all in on the chiefs because, uh, I want clips just like the ones that uh, we're about to watch from who are these pundits folks out there need to listen up mainly because here comes, who are these pundits? And uh, there's uh, there's more of these, but uh, I've I've isolated my three favorites, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very embarrassed. Uh, I was I was at the gym before the show, and the view showed all three of the same clips I have, and I'm like, oh great. So I uh, th I think just like those ladies over there. But uh, we're gonna start with uh, this is from a show called The Story with Martha McCallum, and uh, uh, Charlie Arnold of Outkick.com 
explains how everyone should be rooting for the Super Bowl. And for our visual audience, you can see her and you feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She seems like somebody whose uh, rooting interest uh, I'm going to echo just because she's dressed like little orphan Annie. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, let's uh, let's see what uh, what Charlie thinks. We have had enough of Taylor Swift for now, but here's the facts. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl and now there's an online plea circulating. What's the plea? Uh-huh. It is begging people to become Niners fans for the next two weeks. Just <laughs> so it doesn't raise Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Pfizer's star power, along with, of course, Taylor Swift, because it is so scary. There was a recent poll. One fifth of Taylor Swift fans said they would back whichever candidate that she endorsed. You know, let's be honest. A lot of her fan base are 15 year old girls who can't vote anyways. A lot of the others are already liberal joke. women I'll who would support one. the DNC no matter what. But there's a lot of other people who need to be careful. Because she doesn't do what she says. Like, for example, the other day, yesterday, she flew private from New York City to Baltimore. Yet she constantly talks about climate change. So oh. just please don't believe everything Taylor Swift says. We're all begging you. Look, I don't I, I don't I, follow Taylor Swift that closely, but is she always talking about climate change? I don't uh, know. Look, yeah, I, I, I just don't know. Every time I turn around, there's some wacko right-wing slut uh, <laughs> who's sitting there bashing her. It couldn't. Reek more of jealousy. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Well, oh there was clearly God. there was clearly a talking point uh, yesterday because uh, from the official Fox News Twitter, uh, this was uh, I guess this was on the day of the game. Taylor Swift lands in Baltimore ahead of the AFC Championship. Jet belches ton of CO two yeah. emissions. I did make sure that is the actual Fox News account. So I think that what we should take away here. And uh, I didn't realize this was the case, and uh, I'm not endorsing this, but apparently climate change is real because we've now had two people associated with Fox News who were very worried about it, and uh, that's that's great. I Look, I'm just trying to uh, keep everything on my scorecard, you know? Right. If I suddenly became super famous like her or you did, it would be perfectly acceptable to say, look, everybody, I want you to not fly or uh, not spit out – and reduce your carbon footprint, but I am not going to because yeah. everybody loves me. So suck my dick. That's yeah. what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, Sting is worried about the rainforest, but he's not going to take Spirit Airlines, you know? <laughs> oh, Hamilton Burger throws $5. Uh, is that, does that, that means $5 Canadian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which so I think little, two, two euros might be more, but it's all right. The way we're going, I might read them both. Thank you. Maybe this person is from Hamilton, Ontario. I'm Christian, and in the interest of diversity, I am personally paying for uh, Hamilton writes hummus. I, but... Yeah, I think that's a that's a dig at uh, the person we don't usually talk about, but showed a clip from. I believe uh, hummus is the way yes. that uh, John says Hamas. Yeah, to dig their own secret tunnels under New York City. Absolutely. Meanwhile, Dust Cloud throws nearly $10 at us. Thank you. I was at the gym before the show, but it was the mop up after the real men finished working out. Christian, what yeah. the fuck is he talking about? I was just saying that I was at the gym. Yeah, okay. obviously I was uh, I was washing down the equipment where, uh, you know, the big boys had gotten a sweat. Yeah, I'm the equipment manager at the Planet Fitness in Burbank. So, right. uh, yeah, so Hey, look, don't tell them where you work out. These fuckers will go there. You know we're the most popular show in the WATP That's a great universe. point. I, I, I mean L.A. Fitness, all right? Yeah. See, look, I threw them off the trail. Very smart. So – Taylor is also connecting with Judge Jeanine Pirro, who 
I don't think we've had any clips of Judge Janine in the six months we've been doing this show. Because I was putting this together. I'm like, how have we never featured anything she says? Uh, but she's uh, got some advice. So uh, Judge Janine has a view on the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey romance, the Super Bowl, and uh, she's got advice for Taylor. But why alienate the, your the, your fans, the Swifties? You know, they come across from every political ideology. Why put yourself in one area? And then the other mistake is that oh. people are, Biden is assuming that if she gets involved in this election, and she did support Joe Biden in 2020, mm -hmm. so it's not unusual for her to get involved in politics, and you're right, with the Marsha Blackburn. Marsha Blackburn kicked that guy's butt. But again, that's Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, but but with the young vote, a new poll shows that 18 percent of voters are more likely to back a Taylor Swift endorsed candidate. <laughs> but listen to this. 17 percent are less likely to vote for someone she chooses. So they cancel each other out. Yeah. So don't get involved. Don't get involved in politics. We don't want to see you there. Sorry, no. Judge Janine. Uh, I think uh, maybe it's a faulty Google Chrome that I'm playing. What was that uh, word you said? There? Don't get involved in politics. We don't want to see you there. <laughs> don't get involved in Pulse of Six. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I got that. Thank oh, you, that's, Judge Oh, that's spectacular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, uh, I, is there any doubt in anyone's mind who Taylor Swift would want you to vote for? Is there like yeah. some person going, hmm, she might say Trump. I don't I, know. But, uh, you know, and going through these clips, and yes, we do have uh, one more. There's uh, just the idea if she showed up at the Super Bowl in a Make America Great Again hat, I just be like, oh, my God, just imagine. <laughs> what they, they, gotta, they have to, like, stop everything they're doing. They're like, oh, my God, this is great. Finally, glad to see she came around. I think it'd be fun. I don't think she, she would find it to be fun to do as a goof, but uh, how great would it be? It would be great, and... Um, I, I think she should do it because just to show that she has the ability to say, to do something like that, troll them all and then turn around and then flip it, flip it on them. I think it'd be fantastic, but yeah, I mean, exactly. And nobody's going to leave. Even if she did, if she said, I want everybody to vote for Trump, they would, I they so. would. <laughs> I mean, according to judge Janine, one in five would. So, uh, I, you know, one in five Taylor Swift fans are going to vote the way she says, have, have you ever voted for someone based on any public figure? You no. know, I I've heard interviews with people where I'm like, Oh, that's kind of interesting, but I'm not like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> well that, and I don't, I think that drives me nuts. And what also yeah. drives me crazy is when they talk about someone who's an undecided voter right up to the election. It's yeah. like, you fucking asshole. You've had four years to come up with this. <laughs> and the day of the election, you don't yeah. know. What what did you decide four years ago? It's the same two yeah. choices. <laughs> and maybe your choice is different, but you would know that before November 5th or whatever it is. You know, uh, yeah. Who's, whose mind's getting changed between now and then? But uh, I guess we'll see. All right, one more Fox News clip. And this one is my favorite. So uh, on Fox News is outnumbered. This co-host name is uh, Emily Compagno. And uh, I thought it was someone else. And I'm glad I looked up who it was. Uh, so she's going to talk about the impact on politics mm -hmm. of Taylor Swift and also someone else in Taylor Swift's household. 
So uh, let's hear what Emily has to say about all this. I really want to underscore what you said in the intro, that a single post of hers led to 35,000 new registrants. That's a whopping amount of power. That's arguably more power than the president. Does, does a president's post have that kind of impact? And remember in December when he thrung, swung through South Carolina, uh, Southern California, his <laughs> campaign, this is Biden, the president's <laughs> campaign carved out time to meet with influencers. He wanted to make sure that they knew exactly what they were posting and that led to a bunch of TikToks. Has he gone to East Palestine yet? He hasn't. So this is a... Pre Sorry. Um, Why do I again, know that name? What happened I, there? I, again, I think that um, this, again, might be my faulty Google Chrome. Uh, East Palestine, I, I think, is uh, that that sounds like... Is that a suburb of uh, Detroit? Uh, you, you know that area better. It's, maybe it's in Illinois somewhere. East Palestine? Has he gone to East Palestine yet? Yeah, that's what he you hasn't. said. So this is a president who prioritizes and protects time with young, influential groups oh. and TikTokers because that's important to him because of the harness attached to it. Taylor Swift's cat is valued, one of them is valued at $97 million because of its Instagram impact. Her cat? Her cat. Mm -hmm. Because of its Instagram impact. Whoa. And so this scene, you know, it's, it's, it's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But the reality is, again, that's, that's persuadable power. And this... So uh, Taylor Swift's cat, I did do a little research. There is an Instagram account. It uh, has 15,000 users, and it's very clearly not affiliated with Taylor Swift. Okay. Just, to, <laughs> just, to, just in case anybody uh, wanted to know, uh, she does, her cat does not actually have an Instagram. There is an Instagram. And uh, the description in the YouTube video does have a photo that I pulled of Taylor and her cat from the, uh, from the Internet. But... I don't know. I mean, my understanding was that, you know, all this talk about Taylor Swift and her cat over the last week was uh, this was all AI. But uh, I guess it's an actual cat. And well, maybe uh, they're and talking about like her vagina. I don't I mean, well, that's what I was wondering. And uh, I thought better, by the way, of uh, calling this episode uh, Taylor Swift's pussy, even though it's a play <laughs> on word. I thought that I would just stick with cat. So, uh, you know, I went there, but um, Emily's still a little bit worked up. So let's uh, let's see if we can uh, have her deescalate here. This administration is locked dead set on harnessing that. So when you put it against that landscape, I think the lesson here is that it matters. This administration knows it. It's sad that they prioritize that over average normal Americans who need help that they promise to visit, like again, those in East Palestine and also GOP, get your act together. I'm not going to lie. I played that much more of the clip because I knew she said East Palestine again. <laughs> yeah. so I, I, you know, look, it doesn't, it doesn't underscore your point when your point is stupid and you also sound stupid. You know, I, I um, think everything works out. I, um, <clears throat> I've never in recent memory been that worked up about anything that has ever happened in my life. There is not, it's remarkable to me that they can take something as silly as that, which is, no one even remembers what she said other than she mispronounced Palestine. Yeah. Although this is the picture of Taylor and her cat. And uh, if that cat's going to tell me who to vote for, uh, I'm going to listen. I don't know about you, Eric, but right. Uh, right. I'm very interested in what the cat thinks. So uh, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that the chat is loving all the Taylor Swift talk. Uh, they always do. And uh, we appreciate that uh, from each and every one of them. But I was thinking about like, wow, this is so crazy that uh, Fox News is and, and they're not the only ones. There's so much focus on Taylor Swift right now in the Super Bowl. And I didn't even get into the idea that the Super Bowl was fixed. 
I think that, uh, like our buddy Carl, I thought that uh, the officials were in the bag for the Chiefs and going to do everything they could to get the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But then the Bills and the Ravens, you know, just didn't play well enough to, no, to need. No. The, the Ravens. You know, I think that awful. the officials were ready, but then they didn't have to. You know, they yeah. might have no. wanted to interfere. No. So. Lamar was terrible, and then the uh, Buffalo kicker, what an asshole that guy is. And then I guess everybody's been, like, supporting the Buffalo kicker. I think Taylor herself has been um, drumming up support, saying, look, we got to wrap our arms around this guy, which is a real difference of the way things are because in 1991, I think it was, when Scott Norwood missed it, I think the locals actually killed his family. Uh, and, and nowadays the guy misses it and everybody's like, oh, it's okay. It's like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, good old Bill Buckner, uh, didn't have a good run from the people in new England for quite a while. They tried to forgive him in 2004. And, uh, I, I would have liked for him to be like, no, that's not okay. You're supposed to beat the shit out of these assholes. That's, that's, that's the price to pay to make millions to kick a goddamn football. You fuck it up. You're going to get raped. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, was that just a super sticker? Somebody spent $2 and didn't even say anything. Is that, is that what that that's called? I don't even, I just saw the yeah, yeah, so Barry man much. 300. Thank you, Barry man. Appreciate uh, but, uh, you know, anybody who, uh, you know, wants to give a little taste, uh, that's always fine. So I was thinking about, you know, why there's just so much focus on Taylor Swift the Super Bowl, and you know it's going to be two weeks of this. I feel like feel like I might get some more good clips for next week. And then I was just thinking, well, why are they putting so much attention on this? And then I remembered, oh right, there was uh, this lawsuit where uh, Donald Trump has to pay eighty three point three million dollars to Eugene Carroll, and uh, for everybody to understand, this verdict has nothing to do with whether or not he raped her. It was after the previous trial. It was just all the defamation. So that's how much. It's like, it's incredible because I think she got like uh, a dollar amount, not even close to that for the, for the rape. I believe it was five. Yeah. Right. It's 5 million. And then he said, she's a liar. And now (laughs) he's $83 million because he called her a liar because she's a writer, even though she's like a hundred years old. Yeah. Um, And oh my God, this is ridiculous. Yes, it is ridiculous, but uh, th- look, uh, I, you know, we play a lot of clips from local news where they give the advisement that this might be uncomfortable for some of our viewers to watch. So I'm going to give you that admonition before this clip of how the uh, the ladies on The View were celebrating, keeping in mind that the root of this lo- lawsuit is a woman who says she was raped, but the ladies on The View uh, might be having a little fun. We just walked out to the OJs for the love of money, which is the theme song of The Apprentice. And that's connected to the fact that you know who has to pay money, 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 money. There's uh, about 30 more seconds in this clip. Somebody super chat is $10. I'll stop playing it right now. Anyway. <laughs> she looks like she's like uh, an extra in the movie The Matrix when they're all dressed in fucking yeah. burlap and shit. Well, yeah. Whoopi's head shaved so that she can. She has like that plug in the side of her head so that she can plug directly into The Matrix. Oh, uh, what a what a ugly human being. Well, that's uh, those are the words of Eric Zane. <laughs> no, she's butt fucking <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Danson liked her back. There's, in the day. there's nothing attractive about her. 
Uh, you know, hey, uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash is a good movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, let's uh, go back into the clip. Something like $83 million. 83.3. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 83.3 million dollars. And you know, if he had just shut his mouth, yep, he'd have been dealing with Five million. Yeah, there you go. Yep. See, look, there's my math. It got it from Whoopi. This is when you got a hard head <laughs> and a soft behind. <laughs> I let the clip go that long because uh, uh, I want to ask you this question, Eric. How soft do you think Whoopi's behind is? Jesus Christ. Oh. Do you want to imagine? Did you just throw no, up a little in no, your mouth? Uh, <laughs> you know, she's I. She looks dead. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> uh, wait, yeah, what was that super chat? Did say? It says uh, that's Barry Men again. It says Dum Dums, East Palestine, East Palestine, Palestine is the town in Ohio. Ohio. Oh, excuse me for now remembering the stupid train wreck or whatever the fuck it that's, was. Is that, is that really the name of the train wreck town? Uh, I think so. I think it, it wasn't that train wreck, and then it was leaking gas, and everybody yeah. said, "Oh, right. boy. okay, great." Who cares? What I'll what I'll say to our super chatter: Does she possibly look like someone who might not pronounce Palestine correctly? That's just my question. <laughs> the greater good. Whoopi is the Oracle. <laughs> oh, that's an insult to the Oracle. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that, uh, you spoke up on behalf of the Oracle. Uh, I've got, uh, one more clip in here. And if, uh, that one wasn't too much for you, we've got E. Jean Carroll herself speaking with, uh, truth to power, the voice of reason, Rachel Maddow. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for crawling, new So... You would uh, reference the fact that uh, E. Jean Carroll is a writer. Um, do you think she wrote comedy? Is that possible? Because uh, I, I sure hope not for 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 the, the love of the art. Wow. Uh, and when do you think was the last time uh, Rachel Maddow went on a, a any kind of uh, shopping spree? You know, when was the last makeover? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah, that, her budget must be incredibly low for that type of thing. <laughs> she just goes to fucking supercuts, gets the number two, <laughs> walks out. She's yeah. ready to do well, the show. You know, they actually have. I I get my hair cut at supercuts, and they have one called the Maddow. Uh, I haven't gotten oh. it yet, but uh, maybe maybe in time for election day. Michael for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? <laughs> Penthouse, it's you. A dick. Rachel. I Penthouse want a dick. And, uh, France. You, you mean in you? No, no, no that's no, not I, where I want it. I want a big, fat, floppy black dick. <laughs> oh, somebody how grab that drop of Eric. Yes. How many? <laughs> how many times though do you see somebody who uh, has a huge verdict? You know, a, a uh, what do you call it? So that they have to pay, um, yeah. and they they never pay. I mean. Uh, how is that? How does that often work? Because I know OJ Simpson never paid a dime to the the yeah. uh, Goldman's, or whatever the fuck. Uh, I know. That I believe it's part of the reason he moved to Florida. You know, they, yeah. There's, uh, there's always, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I can't imagine that this money's actually going to be paid. And uh, E. Jean Carroll, E. Whatever her name is, E. Jean Carroll. Yeah, should probably be on there talking about like we're gonna, you know, start a foundation for women's charities. You know, there could be a lot of things like that. But she's like, no, we're gonna go shopping. Yeah. Hey, Rachel, do you want a fishing rod? And she's like, mm, yeah, be yeah, 
surgically attached between the only my legs. fish sure. I eat is pussy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fucking home run, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, if um, any of you uh, think that uh, that this ruling and the judgment is having any impact on uh, Trump world, uh, you'd be sorely mistaken. I'm sure that, uh, you know, there's conversations about it, but uh, full steam ahead, uh, as we'll find when we visit our friends over there and who are these politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics. Now, Eric, one of our favorites from the early episodes of WATB was our buddy Tim Scott. Remember Tim Scott? We used yeah, to the gay guy. Him <laughs> well, you know, that uh, there were a lot of those allegations. There were a lot of questions. And uh, one of the uh, sort of unrevealed, un- unfinished plot lines from the early episodes or whatever happened to Tim Scott. Well, don't worry. I think we've got a uh, happy ending for him. Uh, first of all. He is definitely whoring it up for the former president and uh, seems like he is excited for him becoming the future president. This was a, this was a clip I, uh, I, I would have uh, liked to share with Jackie where, you know, we've just got this guy really ramping the crowd up. And uh, you tell me how effective you think this would be if you were in this crowd, Eric. Is this Donald Trump country? Oh, yeah. Is it? I can't hear you. You can hear me. I can't hear you. I'm pretty sure you can hear everything around me. You're hearing the word that they're calling you. (laughs) There's two words. We. We need a president who will close our southern border today. We need Donald Trump. We need a president. We need a president who will unite our country. We need Donald Trump. So he's hitting all the applause. Yeah, it, it just sounds like he's talking to a, a group of special needs students or something. <laughs> the way he's just that uh, delivery style. And he sounds like when Eddie Murphy would do an impression of Bill oh. Cosby. You have got to vote. I would like to talk to you about some of the things you say in your show. Now, my wife... Camille, wait, can we do that impression anymore? I don't think I don't, we can. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, now E. Jean Carroll's going to show up at my house. So, you know what? Uh. Let's move away from that. Uh, so, yes, he's uh, come out uh, in one way. He's come out in favor of Donald Trump. But I don't know if uh, you were aware of this. There's also some really big, big news for our buddy Tim Scott. And he did post this on Twitter. Oh, He did indeed shit. post on the 21st of January. She said, yes, Mindy, thank you for making me the luckiest man in the world. And then a quote from Proverbs 1812. I I think it must be a Rush song. I don't I'm not familiar with that. He who finds a wife 
finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. And, uh, you know, what a I, joke. we never heard him say the word Mindy even once all the clips, no, everybody asked no. him, you know, he ran into her on the beach and just gave her like a hundred bucks and took the stupid picture. That's that's, <laughs> he doesn't even know that chick. That's Come a, on. Yeah, it's, a, it's a stock photo of, <laughs> you know, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. So even though he has, you know, come around and uh, is, you know, fully endorsing Donald Trump. And yes, I'm vamping while I'm. Oh, yeah. You sound yeah. like Tim Scott. You're like, hey, oh, <laughs> but I'm, oh, I'm telling you, I'm yeah. telling you, uh, when I get to it, uh, it's uh, definitely going to be worth it. So we have that. And uh, here is. Even Trump can't stop himself from commenting on it. And we'll bring it up right now. Engaged to be married. We never thought this was going to happen. What's going on? Is he he really referring to Tim Scott? We never thought it was going to happen. No, no, he really is. He's engaged to be married. We never thought it was going to happen. And uh, I think uh, I think Reverend Shitstain sent me that, uh, you know, my my credit to whoever sent that to me in the discord, which uh, I thought was amazing. Uh, did, uh, did you have something from principle and certainty? I just oh, missed it. No, oh, I no, I don't, I don't, I don't know what oh, that means. I mean, put on the other glasses because I don't, uh, I think I accidentally hit that. Yeah, one. I, I don't, don't think you had, I, I, I think that uh, again, it's that fault in Google Chrome. Something wrong with my mouse. This yeah. mouse is weird. I wanted to hit something else and <laughs> God damn it. It keeps coming up. Well, that's all right. And, uh, you know, all the more reason for uh, people to make sure that uh, they <laughs> they always uh, watch the video version of uh, this show. And uh, I believe it was also uh, Reverend Shitstain. And again, whoever it was who sent me this uh, said that the Trump rally reminded them of this clip. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. Dancing like somebody loves women, right? We don't just preach condemnation. We preach reconciliation. It looks like one of the looks like the go-go dances in the isotopes. (laughs) Oh, oh, he does move like Lucy Tightbox, absolutely. And uh, by the way, shout out to Japanese fart enthusiast. Uh, I came across in my notes who had uh, sent that clip to me. Uh, That was that was spot on. All right, I know how this crowd is. When you play enough clips that are politics, and if they're even a little bit critical of our once and future president, Donald J. Trump, they decide that you're hacks, you're in the bag, just like the NFL, you know? Yep. But I want everybody to know that uh, we always strive, we do our best to be uh, equal opportunity um, not offenders, but uh, equal opportunities provided for any idiot who gets in front of a camera. And uh, I, I think that uh, this is a perfect reminder 
of why Democrats will always tell you that they're smarter than the rest of us and that this is the man who they're willing to uh, follow into the depths of hell. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the minimum in America unless you want to get the benefit. So, I'm oh, sorry, we're going to teach uh, Donald J. Trump a lesson, uh, a lesson. And uh, sorry, I, I don't know. I think there was a voice in my head. But let me just listen again. That's for the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Oh, he's actually going hamada, hamada, hamada. Yeah. I can even get the first part of it if you mess oh. with the women of America. And then it's a haba, haba, haba. Yeah, it's definitely a hamada, hamada, hamada. So wow. you see that. And I think a lot of people will ask, how could they possibly keep that fossil on the ticket in, in what they will every year, every four years. Well, yeah. I always tell you this is the most important election of our lifetime. But what is your thought, Eric? Well, it's, to me, it's a matter of humanity. You got to let this guy fucking go out to pasture. I mean, what <laughs> well, a, what yes. an embarrassment. You know, it's bad when Michael Rappaport is jumping ship. Holy is, fuck. Have you been following that story? I, I have. Yes. Oh. And, and Michael Rappaport, who, uh, I, as we say, I'm out to uh, hoping that uh, he would be uh, interested in joining us on this show at some you point what, in the near future. You know, what's interesting about that? What's I have a, I have a friend who owes him thousands of dollars oh, okay. who, stiffed, who stiffed him and Rappaport took him to task about it. Just ripping him a new one. He's he owned, he owned some comedy clubs in Michigan and the fucker went belly up. Uh, and so he stiffed everybody. So oh, he owes Michael like 10 grand. <laughs> I, I'm going to send him this clip because well, uh, the little bit that I know of Michael uh, getting, getting to oh, have yeah. a forum to talk about that might just help. I even, but, I even reached out to the guy. I go, dude, he's killing you. Can you just send him like a thousand bucks yeah. and tell him you'll work on the rest? Cause this is embarrassing. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, uh, well, I I think that uh, well, I hope that uh, we do get to talk to him. And uh, yeah, he got a lot of heat for saying, like, I don't know, I might have to consider voting for Trump. Like he hedged it as much as he could. And it was like, what? What are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, look at him. That you know, shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. And that's that's a lot of people are doing that. That's why he's going to fucking win, because this guy's half dead. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's so bad. It's it's a, it's almost like a humanitarian mission to not vote for him because this is just ridiculous. This is torture. This is elder abuse. Uh, I agree. And I do, however, have evidence as to why he's still at the top of the Democratic ticket. But I just say this one more thing. When we saved the Affordable Care Act, remember when, yes, he was going to, uh, you know, repeal and replace, but whatever the replace was, nobody ever knew. I'm just going to back that up a little bit because uh, this host on MSNBC is, uh, you know, obviously they're uh, in the bag for the Democrats. It's not a hot take that I'm sharing with everyone. He tries to help. He was going to, uh, you know, repeal and replace, but whatever the replace uh-huh. was, nobody ever knew. We had 10,000 events throughout the country where people came for it and told their stories. Mm-hmm. Nothing more eloquent than that. Certainly more eloquent than the misrepresentation of the president, former president, oh, well, former occupant of the White House, when <laughs> oh. he says Obamacare sucks. So... 
the biggest problem is that she's trying to tell a joke. <laughs> she right, tries yeah. to like, the president uh, occupant, and it's like, oh, just stick to the script, Nancy. That I, anybody I, remembers the TV show, the uh, movie Spaceballs? I keep picturing Dot Matrix, the little little fucking droid. Every time she fucking talks, you know, she has it. definitely crossed into Joan Rivers territory, and oh. you're absolutely right. And I don't think I realized it until uh, you invoked the yeah. uh, holy name of, uh, of of Dot Matrix. <laughs> I, I appreciate as a, as a huge nerd. Well. We've uh, we've got a special treat here uh, on the show, and no, it's not it, it's not Hack Ride. Although he hasn't been on in a while, and I miss him. So if you're watching Hack Ride, slide into the DMs. Let me know what's going on. Um, there's a segment that we don't usually do on this show, but uh, I, I think occasionally circumstances present themselves, and I want to do the first ever WATB Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. Yes, indeed. We are wow. indeed going to do our first ever Cringe of the Week. Now, Eric, you and the audience know that every single week I provide the reminder that every mic is a hot mic. And uh, maybe there are some less professional broadcasters out there that don't take that into consideration, as was the case by this obvious amateur who thought that his microphone was muted during a live stream on the Geekscape Network about the sequel to Aquaman, look at this hack. Like, uh, you know, kind of, <laughs> you, you want to mute, buddy? <laughs> kind of oh, creepy. sorry. I actually, I thought I was still on mute this whole time because my there's a gardener outside my next door neighbors. I wanted to share. Wow. Look, here's the thing. So yeah, I coughed directly into the mic. You actually almost like put your mouth over it. You were like, yeah. if you can, if you can envision this for our video audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do that when it's muted so that it doesn't look like I'm coughing. And I'm not going to lie. There's times where I'm yawning on some of the shows that I do, but uh, yeah, so I coughed right in there. Uh, shout out the guy on the left, Jonathan London. He's phenomenal. The guy on the rat. That dude shit is corny. Okay, That's, <laughs> I don't have that drop, but I would play it if I could. So. God, is that his reaction to you is just, yeah. he's just uh, like, he, he could not let it go. He's like, what he's the like, fuck, dude? You want to mute there, buddy? Uh, it, it it may have come up in some uh, emails after the fact. Uh, but... Oh, I bet. Wow, that's that's fantastic. Well, listen, everybody, we've uh, we've made you wait for it, but come on, you know, Skinner doesn't start the show with Freebird. All right, no. so. We're finally here to what everybody always waits for. Others imitate it. We appreciate it. Has a comment that the microphone has. <laughs> The microphone has TB now, I believe. Is, yes. Is, is that Nicola or Nicola? Yes, Nicola. Yeah. It would. It could be Nicola, Nicola, or Nicola. Oh, Isn't yeah. it Nicola? I, I think know. it's Nicola. I believe I she's told us Nicola. before. And we do this at least every, we every do. three weeks. And I don't yeah. even know where she's from. She's got to be like from Russia yeah. or Ukraine or some shit, right? <laughs> well, uh, you know, look, I, I invoked... The idea of not playing Freebird at the beginning of the show, Dust Cloud. <laughs> Dust Cloud, I think that's not our uh, our high dollar amount, but I like this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it right now. I'm Christian and I need to remember the mic is not a penis. 
I mean, look, I'll read whatever you put, but I will never actually remember that. All right. There's, that's never going to happen. All right. In any case, uh, there's a younger generation out there that uh, photographs and makes videos of everything that they do, where they go, what they wear, what they eat. And uh, unfortunately for some people, even uh, the crimes that uh, they may commit uh, makes for good content. So uh, let's see what happened uh, out in uh, Colorado recently. And think about this, you know, normally it's 70 miles between the springs up to Denver. Yeah, it takes you about about an hour, 15, 20 minutes or so on a, on a good day. This guy did it in 20 minutes. It's incredible. So it's and a video of a YouTuber the real driving his motorcycle. Take a look at the video once again. This is from YouTube. It's posted up on YouTube and supplied yeah. to us by the State Patrol. The driver's name, like we said, he's been ID'd. It's Rendon Dietzman. He's from Texas. He's 32 years old. The video shows him over. Over, yeah. over on the side of the road, hitting speeds of over 170 miles per hour. He's riding on the shoulder, swerving into the middle in between vehicles. And the state patrol says in doing that, he's endangering the lives of everybody else out there. The video is going to be used now as evidence against Dietzman in this legal process. It's now in the hands of Colorado prosecutors. So, uh, yeah, so the uh, warrant is for menacing, engaged in a speed contest, reckless endangerment and driving, engaged in exhibition of speed, no plates on the motorcycle. Wow. I mean, yeah, I feel I like that. that's the least you should do is put some plates on there. And uh, look, he was just rocking out to his uh, his favorite Sammy Hagar song, I Can't Drive 155. Wow. You know, like, <laughs> yes. Uh, there, some of his videos, he's uh, been at 200 or just shy of yeah. miles an hour. Gixer Bra is his YouTube name. We talked right. about it on my show this week. And he, well, you know what he does? He fucking chicks, hot chicks, they want to be on the back. Oh, so okay. They, he, she says, oh, I'm in Dallas. Take me for a ride. And the video is him picking her up. And then he does that with a chick behind him. That's his deal. <laughs> and then it's, he sets these land speed records and it, that video from Colorado to Colorado Springs, he actually did it in October. It took them that long to figure out who it was. And they went into the YouTube, whatever, uh, you petition YouTube to give up the info and right. somehow they figured it out that way. But, uh, uh he has thousands of people who yeah. love him. He makes so much money on his YouTube channel. It's ridiculous. Do you personally think that uh, anything screams daddy issues more than getting on the back of that guy's motorcycle? <laughs> oh, my God. You are not kidding. I wow. want you to kill me is basically <laughs> what that says. Well, uh, I'll be following this story closely, and I I'm glad you were uh, well-versed on him. But well, can yeah, you imagine if, you if they pull out the spike strips on that guy? He oh. won't stop for like a no. mile. <laughs> That's definitely what uh, what I hope they do next time. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to do that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt myself. A <laughs> a super chat, two hundred and no, two seventy nine Canadian. Which I don't know why Cardiff, living in Minnesota as he does, he always changes his currency into Canadian money. Uh, where is Jackie? Well, I'll tell you where he's not going to be this Saturday at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, California. Uh, but uh, he does have a gig coming up in uh, February 27th. So uh, you can find Jackie then, and uh, you may be able to find him at lunch with Liam McEnany and I on Sunday. But By the uh, way, thank you, Cardiff. If you could pass along to the potato the um, uh, Snipe streaming where we were yes. featured on that, that. If you see him, can you please mention that? 
All right. Well, I, I would I would assume he's still watching because his super chat is on screen. Uh, but okay, now Cardiff is tuned out. But uh, I'm sure he appreciates that. Well, obviously, we love good automotive stories here on WATB. But uh, more than anything, I don't know, Eric. I love uh, automotive damage, especially when it's uh, senseless and could be prohibited or prevented. That's the word I was really looking for. Uh, so uh, let's see what happens when somebody decides to uh, take their car for a uh, long drive off a short pier. Oh my God. Oh, very no. So right there on the edge of the pier. Dude, no. <laughs> I can't Dude, see. No. The I couldn't a car see. hit the Atlantic Ocean you Saturday morning. Yeah, because um, our, our own images. Take a look at the day. Oh. So Can you, you mean I formatted us like an idiot? Is that what no, you're saying? No, that's all right. That's all right. It's okay. Well, I, I just... tried to zoom in to bring it up. But you know what? The story in and of itself is not that interesting. So we'll go ahead and uh, come back to it. I love the uh, reactions of the girl filming it, though. Oh, my God. No. And there it goes. Almost, almost, Dude, almost. No. Oh, <laughs> the news channel hit the Atlantic. Pauses it before it actually goes into the Atlantic. <laughs> wow! What the fuck? Uh, the uh, the footage that went with it after the fact was not as interesting. They still can't get this car out of the ocean. They can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> there's like there's underwater footage of the car, and they're like, uh huh, yep, that's where it is. And there's a dude and in there dead. They don't know because they weren't able to get to it in time. But look, we have that video which tells us everything we need to know. Now, Eric, I think in the old days, we wanted uh, firsthand eyewitness accounts for everything. That's probably what we needed. But uh, I feel like this is the least useful. Atlantic Ocean Saturday morning sinking to the bottom. Take a look at the damage. It was just before 7 a.m. at the Virginia Beach Fishing Pier off the city's resort area, one of the most public spaces in the area. Charlotte Murphy, a manager at Pier Restaurant Ocean Eddie's, arrived soon after for her breakfast shift and quickly found out what had happened. Car came through here through the parking lot and drove through and I guess it hit the first gate and then it hit the second gate and then right it just drove right over the end. I've never heard of anything like this in all of my seven years. It's definitely the craziest thing that I've heard for sure. Yeah, thanks, Charlotte. Okay, so the uh, broken gate and the other broken gate uh, told you that it must have hit the gate and then the other gate, and we all know it went in because we saw the video, but thanks, Charlotte. That's well, great. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's like a virus that affects people whenever there's something that happens that's outstanding yeah. uh, to rely on. I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. Well, I think that's accurate. And by the way, honey, you will never see anything even half as interesting as that the no. rest of your life. Now, now get back to uh, doing the side work and filling up all the ketchup bottles. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's that's a harsh, harsh take on her. She's just doing her goddamn job, Christian. Jesus. It's only because she's a redhead that you're saying it, isn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe. She was, <laughs> all right, cute. Okay. she was cute. Yeah, that's fine. So this was a clip that more than any that we had, I really wanted to show this to Jackie because I feel like we would have gotten about eight minutes of uh, joke book jokes out of the joke, man. But uh, I think we'll all appreciate this non-traditional way to get a car out of a ditch. Farm animals come to the rescue after a driver finds himself in a tough spot. Several men tried to get an SUV out of a snowy ditch when an Amish man swooped in two horses. The group pushed the front of the SUV and the steeds used their 
horsepower to pull that SUV right back onto the road. You guys are doing it the old-fashioned way, right? It, yeah, there you go. They're working and grooving. You'll actually see. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, they showed us enough. It did get out. Yeah, they pulled it out. Yeah. And so the the Amish uh, were the ones who were right. able to rescue the car. So. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jackie's got at least a hundred Amish jokes. So uh, maybe sure maybe next does. time. I'm surprised they didn't hook up the puppies from the puppy mill to add a little extra boost. <laughs> Isn't that uh, true? Amish people they run like puppy mills. Have you ever heard that one? I, I have not heard that. I've, yeah. I've, I've heard about uh, some of their crazy uh, child rearing uh, practices, but oh, I they didn't do realize that. they ran they do puppy that. mills. They, no. they do that. They have bo. Uh, oh, they, yeah. they make cool furniture. They'll pull mm -hmm. your fucking car out, and uh, yeah, they have puppy mills. That's that's all. They Peta does not like the Amish. Oh well, all right. I, you know, I'm just gonna gonna take a hunch that I feel like probably Anthony Cumia doesn't either. But I, it's the one thing he and Peta might stand together on. So apparently, a lot of things are hereditary in Hulk Hogan's family. Uh, playing fast and loose with the truth, self promotion probably being recorded using the word ninja. Uh, but also, uh, it seems to be a family trait of turning up in uh, embarrassing videos. And uh, this uh, the story in and of itself made some headlines uh, in the fall. But they now have uh, body cam footage of uh, Nick Hogan. And they, they say whatever his real name is. But uh, Nick Hogan during a DUI arrest. And uh, I thought... Uh, well, we'll see who should be more embarrassed uh, in this video. This is a look at when 33-year-old Nicholas Balea arrived at the Pinellas County Jail back in November. But now we're getting a new perspective, this time from body camera footage. You almost ran me over. It was me that you almost ran over when you were driving right by me. Police say Balea didn't move over for emergency vehicles with their lights on. So uh, let me just uh, interject into this story. Uh, what would probably be the one time where you would make sure to pull over for all the flashing lights, Eric, when uh, you've you've had six to eight too many pops before you got behind the wheel? Does that seem like the time to maybe pull over? Yeah, you got to be careful, you know, especially when they're pulled over. Got to get in the other lane because they might pay attention to that. Yeah. yeah especially if you right. come. I mean, fucking hey, what an idiot. Saying it was that decision that led to officers pulling him over in the first place. He but has then, good the officer on scene smelled alcohol. I can smell on your breath. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's them. I was just kissing my girlfriend. They then... So he was kissing his girlfriend. That is why there's alcohol on his breath, Eric. Oh, and uh, I'd, Boy. I'd like to get a, a better look at the girlfriend if uh, if that's how boozed up she is. Jamming your tongue in her throat makes you, uh, you know, fail a DUI test. Do you remember that years ago he was racing or some shit? Yeah. And he he almost killed his friend and his friend well, still in vegetative I'm state. So glad you mentioned that because this story might uh, circle okay, back good deal. around there. All right, good but deal. Don't worry. There's more before we get you to know, that. I got to read. I got to read the rundown sheet one of these days. God damn it. I think it. it's better that you don't. In all I'm honesty. sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. That's all right. I, I like being able to surprise you. you know, all right. Like you didn't know that there was going to be a cringe of the week of me coughing into a mic. It's more fun this way. You discover as the audience discovers. Let's get back Fair to Nick Hogan. A field sobriety test. This affidavit says Balea had an unsteady balance and bloodshot eyes. I'm going to place you under arrest for DUI. Next part of my investigation is a breath test. As the officer was explaining what would happen though. if he refuses the test, Balea's father, Terry, commonly known by his professional oh, oh, wrestling no. ring name, Hulk Hogan. 
What's going on, brother? Uh, that's at, officer that brother. Shirt. Look at yeah, that. Well, that's why I paused shirt. it. Fucking so you're gonna see up. Terry Terry Hulk Hogan in a that's Hollywood his, oh. Hogan. Yeah. Which I think I don't know wrestling that well. Anybody in the chat who does, that's like early '90s. I think. I think that's ECW Hollywood Hogan, the bad guy. No, it's kind of, sort of. It's WCW. Yeah. Okay. He became a heel. Yep. And so there he is. All right. Look, he yep. looks like fucking shit. Yes. Uh, yes. So he he. Pro- I'm gonna assume he slipped the shirt on because you know his, his <laughs> girlfriend probably texted Terry. And uh, he's like, all right, let me get out of the car wearing my, my own merch, right, which of right. course is available still to this day. But uh, let's check out Terry. Known by his professional wrestling ring name, Hulk Hogan, pulled up. Good, man. Just checking out my son. Who's impaired driving? It's impaired. The arrest was. <laughs> he's impaired driving. He's impaired, brother. Oh, and yeah. And great. I think even Terry realizes like, all right. Don't think I'm going to be able to talk my way out of this one. I like my how st- my standing isn't what it used to be in the Tampa community. Right. And I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Eric? I like how the twat son texts his daddy when he gets in trouble. <laughs> daddy, come over here and show him, show him your pythons. Wear the one with no sleeves and show him your fucking uh, baloney slice arms. <laughs> daddy, remember how you said you'd put anybody in a sleeper hold if I ever really needed you to? What a well, there's going to be two guys you're going to have to double team. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the DUI arrest uh, for our visual audience, you can see where it is on the map. And then what uh, Eric was talking about. Made here in Clearwater on Gulf to Bay Boulevard. But let's take you just over a mile down the road back in 2007. That's when police say Nicholas crashed into a tree. This is a look from our archives. at. So, uh, again, for our audio audience, I mean, that car is uh, fucked up. We showed a Michael B. Jordan car a few weeks ago that he got fucked up. There's nothing compared to this. And uh, the fact that we're going to see and hear about what happened to his friend is making it so it's very difficult to enjoy the wreck of the car. But I think it helps build a narrative that uh, Nick Hogan probably should know better than to drink and drive again. What was left of his yellow Toyota Supra? Iraq War veteran John Graziano was Bolea's passenger that day, leaving him permanently disabled. Graziano's mother, Deborah, sent this statement, eight on your side, in light of Nicholas's DUI arrest, saying in part, quote, he should be ashamed of himself, knowing that he virtually cost my son his life for all intents and purposes. She went on to say he should have been living a life to honor my son by at least never driving recklessly again and potentially harming someone else. Pretty much says it all, don't you think, Eric? The the mom of the uh, the Ooh. kid that uh, he crippled. Uh, oh, JFK Hedgehog, in Nick's defense, he was <laughs> wasted when he hit the tree. Jesus Christ. Uh Oh, J- no. J- JFK head chunk. If you're not careful, I might send you the link one day, you know, oh, so. <laughs> such good jokes. That's fantastic. Jesus. Oh, I mean, how, I don't know. It's uh, wh- what's going on with that family. And uh, I-, I mean, I guess none of it is as embarrassing. Uh, even the video with Bubba, the love sponge, his wife, less embarrassing than Brooke oh. Hogan trying to have a singing career, but still, <laughs> So much, so much, uh, so many layered different problems because of his fucking kids. Yeah. God damn it. We have uh, one last new news story for the show this week. And uh, it's a great story, but unfortunately it's one of those 
New York Post videos where it's just set to annoying music and it's a lot of words on screen. So I'm going to do my best to read for the people. Uh, But uh, I think that uh, this story was definitely getting a lot of traction. I can't believe that there wasn't a lot of uh, news anchors uh, covering this, but I'll do my best to cover it. So uh, excessively farting passenger forces American Airlines flight to turn around. All right. And we're seeing an airplane there, not that airplane. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to head back to the gate to remove a flyer, a passenger is what I would say, with excessive flatulence. And... uh, no word as to whether or not uh, our buddy uh, Carl was on the plane. A Reddit user posted a... I was going to throw somebody else under the bus and decided not to. A Reddit user posted a detailed account of the incident, which took place on a flight from Phoenix to Austin. Um, I guess uh, they don't move as fast as I do, so I can say... The poster noted the passenger in question appeared, quote, audibly disgruntled from the outset and was, quote, grumbling something under his breath. Then... After most passengers had boarded, the man reportedly said, you thought that was rude. Well, how about this smell before passing gas? Oh, shit. That (laughs) liar then supposedly doubled down, criticizing his fellow travelers for eating the smelliest food possible all at the same time and did what I think any one of us would have done (laughs) and cut loose again. An argument broke out among the rows before flight attendants intervened, telling the instigator, that is enough. Yes. And, uh, this plane was then returned to the gate where the man was reportedly removed, delaying the trip by 15 to 30 minutes. Uh, Bob writes, Jim Florentine. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. Uh, fairly, uh, fairly on point from uh, everything that, uh, that I've heard. And also what uh, our buddy Don Jameson has to say about his friend Jim Florentine. Oh so God. Yeah. Concerning the Nick Hogan thing, I know we're jumping around. Yeah. Uh, from the first incident in 07, oh, the tree thought it was a shoot and not a work. Oh, my God. Thank you. I know enough wrestling to get that one. I'm very proud of myself. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Uh, well, it was unfortunate that we didn't have a great uh, news anchor reacting to the story, maybe laughing while they try to get through it. But don't worry. Because our great moments in broadcasting history is going to be filled with things just like that. And yes, some of these clips are as many as 10 years old. Some of you may have seen them, but I have an excuse to show uh, some of the difficulties that on-air personalities have. Uh, The first guy, I don't know, you tell me what you think, Eric. I think this guy does a decent enough job getting through what's you know a little bit of a tough story. A gassy disturbance, you heard me right, led to a mid-flight fight between passengers on board a Transavia Airlines jet from Dubai to Amsterdam. It started when two men complained to crew members about a fellow passenger's smelly gas. The captain wasn't buying it. He warned the two men to stop being, quote, aggressive and making threats, according to the NL Times. But apparently, the stink wouldn't quit, and it led to a fight between the three men. 
The pilot, get this, had to make an emergency landing in Vienna. The two men who complained were escorted off the plane while the gassy passenger was allowed to continue to Amsterdam. According to the Huffington Post, the two men will not face charges, but they also won't be able to fly Transavia what? again. Imagine being banned from Transavia Airlines, Eric. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, the bottom of that plane is throwing me off. That's that's brilliant, actually. But um, the idea that all they did was complain and got thrown off? Yeah, but, but yeah, there was too much gas. I feel like you should be allowed to uh, complain about gas. But the the anchor there, and this is from somewhere in Texas, I think uh, he was able to navigate the story because, look, as as guys – we have an appreciation for farts. We understand how funny they are. Perhaps some of us like to bask in our own odors. I don't right. know anybody yes. like that, but we might all have that friend. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a little tougher for the ladies, though. American Airlines is refuting reports of flight evacuations. <laughs> all right. American Airlines. All right. I'm going to pause. Takes over. He took honey, over. <laughs> honey, you're, you're, on the, you're on the air for like two seconds. And, uh, you know, you're a professional. Your job is, you know, look, you're going to stay small market for your entire career. But the best thing is, is you're not going to get put out to pasture when you're 42. So just read the story, laugh about it after. But that's uh, easier said. Evacuation. All right. American Airlines is refuting reports that a flight evacuation was spurred by someone who passed gas. Today, the airline says that foul owner was actually caused by a mechanical error. Because, you know, the smells are kind of one and the same. In a don't uh, don't try and save face. I think that's her mistake. She should have just let the guy read the whole story, don't you think, Eric? Right, right. Now some are suggesting that this is off, that this is fake, a fake laugh just to make it, you know, silly, so that dumb shows like ours would uh, talk about it. I mean, this clip has uh, made some rounds uh, over the years, uh, and it seems legit. I mean, it's an actual news broadcast. Yeah, but that's all right. You know, we can we can play some fake. Oh, league. I don't I don't doubt that it's a real news broadcast. But it's almost like they said, okay, I really want you to chuckle hard at this because people will love that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Let's statement: let Raleigh Durham International Airport confirms passengers were not evacuated from the plane. American Airlines says people affected by the, by scent. the scent received medical help after passengers exited the plane. Sounds it's like it's more like a foul odor than a scent. When Look, you think if of the you scent. need medical help after that experience, something was seriously wrong. I can't. You know, those passengers were thinking like, who? what on this flight can you just read the rest <laughs> that's uh some terrible ad-libbing by the way so <laughs> who bad. ate oh. what on this flight oh God. yeah so annoying shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> uh yeah and uh i don't know i mean look eric i'm sure it's happened to you where you're laughing so hard you, you know on air and you can't just bring yourself back. It's never happened in the run of this show, of course. No, God, no but, stupid show. Are you kidding me? But but on like your real shows, like when I worked with real talent like Dennis Miller, you know, he would make <laughs> me laugh. You know, uh, not 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 hacks from the from the hack verse. No, no, come on. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is it? JD or JD? Yeah. I don't even J, know. J dead. J-Dead. Zero zero oh. says she lives in Raleigh. You know, she's seen and smelled worse at her local Walmart. That is Jay Dead making point. a strong appearance. That's not the first joke that Jay Dead has made. So made so See? well done. 
you don't always have to pay. Sometimes you will get your uh, free jokes uh, read on our show. And if you have any trouble reading any kind of uh, bodily function news item, you end up on our show as well. Well, more bodily functions in the news this morning. The next time you pass gas, make sure no police are around. A man in West Virginia faces assault charges after police say he passed gas in Phantom the officer. I mean, don't laugh. Uh, <laughs> after the man was already arrested for DUI, according to police reports of St. Cruz, I can't even get through this. <laughs> he passed the gas so loudly, the officer said it was, quote, very odorous <laughs> and created <laughs> and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature. It is infectious, I guess, but uh, you, you know, I mean, she at least—I don't know—that that that chicken the two clips ago. I mean, that was that was rough. I mean, she's just like, I can't even talk. It, it, it all seems real to me, but I don't know. I guess nobody believes. I that believe it's. I believe that they're real, but I just yeah. cannot believe that the cop would actually say, "God damn it, I'm charging you with assault because <laughs> of fart." Yeah, uh, that does look like somewhere down south. If that was in New England uh, or out here in California, I would have believed it. Um, this one is not played up in any way, shape, or form because it's actually not that funny. But her reaction and the way that this, uh, this is from the Boston CBS affiliate, this lady is on the stock exchange and she has one last story to uh, present here. Coming soon to a bathroom near you, the leaning toilet. UK startup Standard Toilet claims people are spending 25% more time in office bathrooms and not just for bodily functions, but as a time to check social media and text. The new downward tilting toilet aims to solve the issue of workers sitting on the loo for too long, purportedly Right. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Having funny. The company says it could save millions of dollars per year. This is how far it's had a fantastic response. I'm sorry, I can't. Eric, what do you think the odds are is that uh, she's going to recover from this? Do you think she's going to be able to uh, bring herself back? It's like she's high or something. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. The uh, how she goes from being completely fine and then just totally loses her yeah. shit. We we talk about how sometimes these things can be infectious. It's much worse when the opposite happens. <laughs> like these two back in the studio are like get together. Oh yeah. I put too many buns in here. She can't. She can't do it. You cut off. All right. No toilet talk. There's a reason. There's a reason why you were a token hire. I'm glad I stopped the clip so that you could say that. <laughs> All right. No toilet talk on TV with know, Diane. She can't off. do it. No, not exactly. No more number twos on TV. No more oh. talk of twos. The, the All right, Diane, you got to go. You got to go. Sorry. Take a break. Bye, Mike. Have a great morning, Diane. <laughs> Bye. But the worst is uh, this broad right here, who's like not even like remotely understanding. And uh, yeah, we get it. You spent, you know, what, like a grand on those fake teeth. All right. You're very proud of yourself. Look at that tooth to gum ratio. That was that's (laughs) intense. But uh, come on, you know, have have some camaraderie amongst your coworkers, you know, something. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I think that I like that one probably the best because of the fact that again, the story's 
it's just not that funny. It's the tilted no. toilet. Yeah. And yeah, people just yeah sit on the shitter for too long. Well, sometimes the actual news is made in the studio. And unfortunately, we're not privy to it in this clip. But it's fairly obvious what happens at the beginning of the morning broadcast here. I believe this is Oklahoma City in our last clip of the show. It's 6 o'clock, and you're watching the Fox 25 Morning News. Good morning, and welcome to Fox 25 Morning News. It is Friday, January 8th. I'm at us. I can't even start with this this morning. (laughs) Now, I know from the caption, which, who in this picture do you think is most likely to have farted, Eric? A guy on far left. Yes, yes. See, you can, you definitely get a good sense. Absolutely. Because the uh, the anchor who has the very sharp green tie that matches the female anchor, uh, he's just going to hold it in and you know, for the entire hour newscast. But this yeah. guy's just like, yeah, I'm just going to let it out and hope nobody notices. What do you think the odds are that the guy on the left uh, sharded when he did this? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, God. Darn <laughs> We can't, but we're starting off the show here. We need to get to some weather. Do you need me to do the no, weather? Yeah, maybe. If we could zoom in on it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Our tears. laughs> yeah. I wish we could. We'll, we'll, we'll Facebook it, maybe. I'm sorry. No, if anyone's smart out there, which many people are, uh, they probably so know exactly what's going on. Uh, they oh. did not uh, Facebook no. the actual clip. I, well, I, I, I did a lot of research trying to find this guy actually actually farting on air and uh it was while the uh the open was playing so i could not so they don't they don't really say it we just have to everybody has to figure it out yeah but uh there were a lot of comments and most of the comments are wait we don't even hear the fart and then you had people who were convinced that they heard it in the open that i play but it's not there you want it to be true i get it we all want things to be true and that is our show for this week who are these broadcasters? We'll be back next Tuesday at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. I had to do math. 11 a.m. Pacific. But, uh, Eric, in the meantime, where can people find you? Christian, thank you very much. Wherever you download shows, just search the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, that is the audio version. I do a daily show Monday through Friday. I'm also on Twitch. If you want to catch it live, 8 a.m. Eastern at Eric Zane Live, all one word on Twitch. Follow along, please. And uh, you can check out my podcast, The Blatcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, and wherever you get your podcast. Last week, as I announced here on the show, we were visiting with the wonderful Lucy Tightbox, and we had a great conversation about a not very good movie, Maestro, with Bradley Cooper. It is the definition of Oscar bait. If you've already seen that episode, our streaming in mere minutes on my YouTube channel will be two episodes talking about all the movies of 2023 that we saw with Zach Schaefer of the $2 Late Fee podcast. You can leave us a voicemail. Go to whoarethese.com to find the number and just mention that it's for WATB. And as I always say, the best $5 you can spend on the internet is to support Carl and the entire network by joining the Patreon over there. Uh, how are we doing on uh, Super Chats? I know that we do have a uh, winner. Uh, are there any that we didn't get to, or did we uh, I don't think so. read them all? I don't think so, unless if one just came in while you were uh, 
talking there, but this is uh, this is gonna. Yeah, do I don't. I don't remember this one. This is for when my next joke pulls a Melendez. Uh, and uh, did you share this one from Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper? I did, the, but we didn't speak of it. Yes, uh, the NFL rigged, and for a word that I don't know if I can read with my glasses on, I might need to take them off. Uh, perfect for Taylor Swift fans. And uh, is he the same Hulk Hogan son that was driving? Oh, yeah, yeah, so we we did talk about that. But we want to make sure that Jay Loiterer knows, and uh, just to remind that we were once visited by the great Cardiff Electric. But I think that this is it, right? It's Dust Cloud. Yes, it is, Christian. All right. So uh, as I said, we'll see you next week right here on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Until then, this is Christian Blatt reminding you that every mic is a hot mic. And I was at the gym before the show, but it was to mop up after the real men when they finished working out.